0: sports, NBC Sports Radio. Mark, uh, it's it's over. I don't know if you've heard, but the New England Patriots dynasty has once again ended. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were aware of that or not, but I wanted November to make sure that we mentioned that to you, you know, wanted to make sure that we told you about it.
1: Yeah, you know, every time I jump on that bandwagon, I break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> <It's really small. laughs> uh, you know, this, uh, it, it's funny, but there has been such a a big roster turnover uh particularly this uh, this off season with that football team and uh they, they listen <laughs> they, they've lost a couple of ball games, and from time to time they don't look um, as you know unbeatable as you would like to think they would be but uh i mean they they plug in a wide receiver at running back Cordero Patterson and he has a great game, and they're doing a lot of this without gronk um, some of the wide receiving isn't particularly great so i I look at it this way. One one of the things that concerns me a bit is uh the fact that Tom Brady has the worst quarterback rating against the blitz in the National Football League. Now somebody who's forty one years old and has made a living of carving up people who wants who want to uh to, to pressure that so off them. You too, and then Pardon me, go ahead.
0: No, no, you're okay, you're okay. Uh, the, the the board right. just did some stupid sports ID thing. Oh, you're okay. fine, <laughs> you're good.
1: You, you know how
0: it goes. It's just like, Hey, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay, we're good.
1: Yeah. No, I, I just I think that's a bit concerning. Now, uh, getting Gronk back and having an extra uh, target, I think, will help a little bit. Uh, it's a defense that is kind of a bent but don't break. They'll give up a bunch of yards. And unfortunately, the NFL uh, calculates the, the defensive ratings based on yards as opposed to points. Phil Belichick has done a great job of keeping people out of the end zone. So, I mean, they don't look great, but like I say, every time I jump on that bandwagon that, uh, you know, the demise is here, uh, you know, they prove me wrong. So until somebody beats them or uh, you know, knocks them out from an AFC championship game to represent the conference at the Super Uh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. How's that? That sounds, that sounds sounds like the right
0: thing to do. It sounds like the right thing to do at this point. Mark Malone from NBC sports and NBC sports radio joins us now. Um, were you surprised at all that this league wasn't aware of what was going on with, with the, with the grass down in Mexico? Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I was, um, I mean, listen, this, is, this isn't the Hall of Fame game where you could just cancel it because they you know, used the wrong kind of paint on the field. That happened a couple of years ago, which was a bit of a shocker. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're, you're trying to do everything you can to, um, to broaden the base of, of football around the world with these international games. And apparently they were unaware that they had concerts uh, booked at the stadium and a soccer game, and uh, all of a sudden to have the field in the condition that it was was a bit alarming now, I see that having you know played in an era where well, you played in the Astrodome and the, the turf was hard and horrible and the rest of the field was Red Dog because the Astros played there, or you played at you know the Oakland Coliseum where it was all half dirt and uh, it wasn't an issue for player safety back then. But times have changed a bit, and it's uh, one of the reasons that they're playing at the L.A. Coliseum because apparently, according to the National Football League, the team that is the home team in those international games has to keep their stadium available should anything happen. Oh. So um, Estadio Azteca, uh, again, and, and I'm thinking, my goodness, how, how is it that the NFL was unaware that this could be an issue? Um, it's a bit alarming, but uh, I don't know. Per- perhaps it's going to be an advantage to the Rams because, let's face it, there's going to be a hell of a lot more Rams fans in that stadium than there will be Kansas City Chiefs fans.
0: We are talking to Mark Malone from NBC Sports and NBC Sports Radio. Are you surprised that Levi Bell is going to take the whole year? Like just it, just not not play at all. Like I, I, I was very surprised with it. I figured he'd show up for the for the last you know for the last minimum that he had to do, and he didn't even bother with that. Could he send the money here? Could yeah, he take it totally. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. No, listen. I, I, I was uh, unfortunate to be involved in two strikes during my NFL career, and uh, lost a bunch of money, money I'll never see again and never make again. And I couldn't quite understand the business decision that he talked about the walk away for fourteen and a half billion dollars to do something that. Uh, you do for a living. Uh, that's what you do. You play football, and, and um, I think that that created a lot of issues in that locker room because essentially I think his teammates felt like he threw them under the bus for what he thought he could make personally in 2019. Uh, so yeah, I was shocked. It's a bit of a risk, I think. All you need is one team, obviously, to offer him, uh, you know, a big contract. He wants uh, Todd Gurley money, probably beyond that. I don't know if he'll get that in free agency. But they're going to be more than a handful of teams that are going to be flush uh, with with a lot of cap space to spend money and look at the uh, skill set that Le'Veon Bell has. And my guess is that you know somebody's going to pay him. Uh, he's going to be 27 and a half years old next year. And you wonder uh, if, for instance, a team guarantees him forty five million bucks over the first three years of the deal. Uh, that that third year old he'll be what thirty and a half, and you just wonder with a with a bit of an injury history, some off field issues, whether or not. Uh, it's a prudent move to pay that kind of money. But I, I agree with you. I think it's a big risk on maybe on Bell's part.
0: Yeah, we haven't seen uh, running backs signed a big-time, other than Gurley, big-time <laughs> uh, big, big time money contracts over a long period of time because of the injury threat.
1: Yeah, listen, he's had some knee issues. Um, and, and, I, and I get it. Listen, the, the game is evolving. <laughs> you know, it used to be uh, when I played you were looking for you know a guy that could can run the ball 25, 30 times in between the tackles. Today, with the spread offenses that we have, um, there there are two different kinds of backs. There's the plotting back that will run into the line of scrimmage uh, that you have to replace on third down, or when you throw the football, alerting the defense, hey, we're throwing the football. When you have somebody like Todd Gurley or David Johnson in Arizona, Le'Veon Bell, for instance, uh, you can throw it, you can run it, you can do a lot of different things, and uh, he wanted to be played – paid uh, not only like the first running back but the second wide receiver on that football team and and the numbers would indicate that but uh, it's just you know the the shelf life of a running back in the National Football League is very short and that's a bit of a risk for a team to spend that kind of money over a long term period of time on a running back
0: Mark Malone you can catch him on NBC Sports Radio go to NBCSportsRadio.com for schedules and of course download the NBC Sports Radio app and you can listen to him on demand Mark, always great to talk to you. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again real soon. Have a good Thanksgiving.
1: Guys, thanks. my pleasure. Have a great Thanksgiving as well. Yeah,
0: thanks, Mark. Thank you. That's Mark Malone from NBC Sports Radio here on the B-List. We're going to take a break and get caught up on some sponsor stuff. Because